0: new Volkswagen Atlas. It does life beautifully. Hey, Brad. You know how Nationwide is more than an insurance company. Yeah, they're one of America's largest financial services companies. We get that in a song like Business, Life, Retirement, or Nationwide's there to protect. I'm kind of the jingle guy. Not sure I agree with that. Well, I'm not sure I like your hat.
1: Well, it would never fit on you. Products issued by Nationwide Life Insurance Company or Nationwide Life and Annuity Insurance Company. The general distributor for variable products is Nationwide Investment Services Corporation, member FINRA, Columbus, Ohio.
0: Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at four ninety nine ninety nine dollars and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. Hey, parents. Greenlight is here to take one big thing off your to-do list, teaching your kids about money. With a Greenlight debit card and money app of their own, Kids and teens learn to earn, save, and invest. You can send money instantly, set flexible controls, and get real-time notifications of your kids' money activity. Set up chores and put allowance on autopilot to reward them for their hard work. Then learn about the world of money together. Get one month free when you sign up at greenlight.com slash podcast.
2: Hey, Reese, bitch, put the game on, man. I'm trying to see what Luca and them boys going to do tonight, man. Mavs Outsiders Podcast Y'all know what time it is Ladies and gentlemen Welcome back to a new episode A new edition of the Mavs Outsiders Podcast I am one half of your host as usual Maurice Williams aka Reese Mind of Reese on Twitter, Instagram and YouTube Joined as always by my brother Bibbs aka bibs at bibs corner on twitter uh i think this has been a really good week you know i always gotta ask how you feeling brother
1: i'm not mad man i'm not mad uh we got the doves that's all that matters uh well we didn't get all the doves but we got a couple doves we're we still looking good we what number two in the west right now uh are we number two i thought we were number three let me see
2: we are number three We are number three. Uh, Utah is in front of us and Golden State. Did Utah win? Utah is seven and three. Didn't they lose today? I don't believe they did. Let me see. Utah lost today. Yes, they are still seven and three. The standings say Utah second, Dallas third. Their win percentage is higher. Than this that.
1: what I get for list. This what I this what I get to listening to people on Twitter because I, I wasn't really paying attention. Somebody said if Utah lost, then we would be uh, the number two team in the West, but that is not. The case. I don't
2: know why you listen to them anyway. It's probably not a good idea. I mean, in
1: some cases, sure, but because you know. I don't really be paying attention to that type of stuff. like right now, the standings don't mean anything to me at all. It doesn't. I don't
2: even know why you mentioned that. the Man, look, we know goddamn well. By season's end, we are not going to be anywhere
1: near the top three.
2: So, it is what it is.
1: I mean, I, I picked us to be fourth, so yeah. tied for fifth. So, we're going to be a little bit close out. Yeah, you did. I ain't picked it. I picked six.
2: You know, and the way we plan, we looking like we could land somewhere fifth, maybe sixth. If we're lucky. You know, if we, if we shape up. You know? Oh yeah, you have uh, little
1: faith. Okay, okay. I mean,
2: you you got to give me a reason to have some faith. You know, I mean. Look,
1: Reese. The team is really hooping, man. The team is hooping, man. They're go. They're really going out there. Luca was clutched the other day. KP's back. What more do you want, man?
2: I will burn my DraftKings contract right now. I will burn the TBPN contract. I will burn it. I will tell them, I, I don't want to do this anymore. They'll be like, oh, well, Biz needs another co-host. He got one. Bibs and Optimus Bibs. They can do it together.
1: I, I, that would be that would be an interesting uh, acting opportunity. It would be very you.
2: ambitious for you. <laughs> be very you know, ambitious.
1: My, my uh, record label was called Ambitious Minds Entertainment, so
2: I can tell. I still get the emails that say "Ambitious Minds Entertainment."
1: I had switched the. I had, sw- I had already set up a business PayPal account, so I just repurposed it for the for the podcast. Oh man! Your it's first awesome.
2: artist is Optimus
1: Bibs. Optimus Bi- Optimus Bibs got bars. I mean, you sleep it all the kids
2: you know i said optimus bibbs needs a protagonist we gonna i'm at an antagonist we're gonna find an antagonist for optimus bibbs even though to some people optimus bibbs is an antagonist um so maybe he needs a protagonist it depends on who you ask uh maybe uh, he needs an anti-hero uh maybe i'll come up with a personality myself who knows uh, i'm scared we'll see uh if it wasn't for the Mavs, I I wouldn't have made it through this week. Um, I've lost a lot of money on DraftKings and prize picks. Uh, I have a gambling issue, you know. One um, eight
1: hundred gambler.
2: it's rough, man. Speaking rough. of
1: it, uh oh, it just hit me. We we we're, we're gonna have to record another ad read in this episode.
2: We are. Oh man, it was fun just having the. Plug in the, yeah. the the regular I read, you know, but we we getting off topic. We 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 staring we're veering off the road. We gotta stay on course. Let's talk about the week that the Mavs had. Sure. Um, technically speaking, the Mavs started the week off with a W against the Kings, but we discussed that in the last episode. So, uh, since then, on Tuesday, the Dallas Mavericks took um. A bad not a bad loss. Uh it could have been worse to the Miami Heat. Uh fifteen point loss, one twenty-five to one ten. Uh for the most part throughout like the first half and um bit of the third quarter. This game was pretty close and it looked like we were really doing a good job fighting. It wasn't the same story as the Nuggets game and Hawks game where it just felt like we had no chance. They had a big lead on us the whole game. You knew the game was over by halftime. Uh, this, they actually showed fight and some promise without Kristaps Porzingis, which we'll get into, um, against a team that looks like the best team in the league at the moment uh, to some huh. people. <laughs> so, excuse me. So, um, not a loss that I was too upset about. I expected us to lose going into the game, had no high expectations, and they exceeded them. So uh, we'll go over the box
1: score, but before that, what were your thoughts uh, on the game? Yeah, so you mentioned KP being out. Uh, Maxi was also out Mm -hmm. and will be out for two to four weeks, allegedly. Uh, And Trey Burke missed that game due to health and safety protocols because he decides not to show up for his tests in the morning for the second time the season um as we know players that are not vaccinated have more protocols to go through and trey burke does not seem to be taking them that seriously so far this season um not that it impacted anything in the game necessarily because i I mean we don't really know he's not really in the rotation i don't think um i was impressed with the team coming out hot i will say that it was great to see luka be aggressive uh tyler hero came out Play, shooting the lights out. Uh, he looks like a completely new player this year. I have not been watching the Heat this year, so that was my first time really watching him, watching him like that. Um, <clears throat> but, you know, we, we came out with, we staggered him early, and they basically just fought their way back over the course of the game. I I will say it was the first loss where I wasn't annoyed the entire game. So that's a positive. St- that's a step in the right direction. But other than that, uh, I don't think there was much really to take away from this game. Um, yeah, we started good. We fell apart. We caught an L. That's pretty much yeah. All that's in really too. That's really it. We got beat uh, by a better team.
2: Yeah, it went. I <clears> wouldn't <throat> say it went as expected. I would say the outcome was expected, but the Mavs did exceed expectations in my opinion throughout the game but at the end the better team won uh nothing to really hang your head about uh to be honest i think there's more positives coming from this game than negatives uh and you move on to the next one and we had a back-to-back and in this back-to-back we played the spurs for i think the third time in like a week and a half i
1: think this was the second one this was the second <laughs> one okay yeah I think, this I think was the third one's coming up
2: yeah the third one's coming up This is the second game. We won 109 to 108, Uh, another one of those games where team isn't very good and we have a close game against them. This trend continues. Uh, Okay, even though considering, I guess some people will use the excuse of, well, it was a back-to-back, they just played a good team. That's not an excuse. Uh, You're going to have these back-to-backs. You have to be prepared for them. You prepare for them beforehand Uh before you even go on the road Uh for the Spurs. So, there's really no excuse. The Spurs are not a good team. Yes, they have some talented players. They fight. That's cool. I like, I will say this. There's pros and cons to beating the bad teams. You beat the bad team because you're supposed to. You know, when you have a team that's Uh, supposed to be in the playoffs is uh, destined for playoff contention is in that conversation for playoff contention what you want to see and what we didn't do last season is you beat the teams you're supposed to beat but when you beat those teams you're supposed to beat you want to do it convincingly to the point where when the game is over you say okay that team is the better team all the wins that we've had all the bad teams that we've beaten can you honestly walk away watching the game and say yeah the Mavs are clearly the better team they're supposed to be but the way they're playing these teams they don't look like it now I know it's still early I still I still believe that it's still early. I know they're still adjusting. And they look better than they did in the first week of the season. Still not great. Still not that good. I mean, considering what happened in the first week of the season, the bar is really low. So you don't have to look that much better. But they are looking better. Hopefully they'll beat these bad teams more convincingly and consistently. But this was just another one of those games where, you know, the Mavs record is sitting at 6-3. and three. And we still are not really sure what this team is. But Luca lit it up. Jalen Brunson. uh, Contract year Jalen Brunson. Is a top 10 point guard in the NBA. (laughs) Clearly I'm over exaggerating. But you get the point. Tim Hardaway Jr. stepped up. All these guys stepped up. Uh, Boban. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna let you go. Also, because I know how much you love to talk about Bobon, and I feel like you're gonna mention
1: Bobon in the Bobon. You're not. Not at all. So KP was out again. Um which for the Spurs, Pirtle was out. He was. <clears throat> which meant technically, if you look at the way both of these teams usually play, there were no big men. That we're gonna be on the, Drew Eubanks. It's not a big man. Is a six foot nine, hustle dude. Look very familiar. When you think about it, when you think about what he does and what he what, what he's out there for,
2: he's Whole Foods um, Dwight Powell,
1: basically. Basically, Dwight Powell with no melanin. Um, Facts. <clears throat> so he's starting the game, and he's in his correct role on that Spurs roster as the energy guy off the bench behind the actual big. So then Pirtle's out, he has to step into that role, and he looked very Dwight Powell-esque in that role against Dwight Powell. Which may not Um, be a compliment. Not at all. It's not. It's not. (laughs) Um, He had some big blocks. He had like a possession where he had like two or three blocks in a row. Something stupid. Um, I think I called him U-Tumbo. But it's annoying. Where to, do you come up with this stuff? To me. <laughs> Off the dome mostly. But um he's he uh it annoyed me that we they put they had this guy out there and we weren't gonna take advantage of it. You already brought him up, Bobon was played, so that is, in my opinion <clears throat> again, I mentioned it before the season that I thought Kid would use Bobon as an actual player versus as a novelty. Peace and that's what he did. He did here today. That's what Eubanks I you and Thaddeus Young young with Yeah, Eubanks and Thaddeus Young were the only bigs for the Spurs. Mm-hmm. So Boban gets in, and most people, oh, it's a disadvantage. You're gonna spread the floor and bring them out to so shut the fuck. Up. Shut, shut, shut up. up. He's seven foot Doofy, fucking four,
2: man. and they got six He's, nine dudes out there
1: gigantic you stand him in the middle they're gonna over their entire team is gonna pack around him like the velociraptors at the end of the first jurassic park like that's okay, what it's gonna look like when you put him on the court i feel like that could have been that's just
2: better that's they could have that's been a, a great scene come on son. I, 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 that's a great scene it's iconic just, it's it is but i don't feel like that's, that's what it looked like is okay. that
1: not what it looked like when he was jumping all it. over his back?
2: I'll, I'll let you have it. He grabbed
1: one off it. his back and phone. it. No, you kidding. could have said something like the walking dead. <laughs>
2: uh-huh, or, I, I don't know.
1: <clears throat> no, nah, it's, it's the, the T-Rex with the Velociraptor right. circle. And, um, that's, that's what it is. Anyway. All right. But um mentioned already Jalen Brunson closed the game for us. Frank Milakina hit some clutch free throws after missing. I think he was 0 for 5 in that game. Uh, just the confidence to first have him out there on an offense defense situation, despite his shooting woes. And then to have him end up shooting some clutch free throws for us again, ugly game should have won. Would have been nice to do it. convincingly. I'll take the W that's where I'm at with this team. I will take the W's until we figure out what we have, what we're doing, where we're going. Um, I'm still annoyed with the lineups. I'm still annoyed with the roster, but I'm being patient. I'm, I'm still being patient. Oh, and I also if you don't mind, unless you had something else you wanted to add, I had a tweet thread I wanted to hit. Uh no no right tweeted a week this week. All right, give me a second, let me clear my Let me clear my
2: throat. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to do
1: that less on the mic. I feel like hearing my, me clear my throat on the podcast is annoying. So I apologize to all listeners. Um But well, so I I had uh Well, that wasn't in the survey, I so I, I, it should have been because it was me. Uh, I had tweeted, "I wish Harp would just comment on a play without having to make a proclamation about that player's entire life and career." I saw that because every time a player does something, every time a player does something, it's you know he's a guy that so shut, shut up, man. Just <laughs> let the play happen, man. Day. <laughs> Throughout his career, he's a, shut up. <laughs> he made a layup. <laughs> See, he made a layup, man! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and and I will say, I have to acknowledge. I realize that he is the only problem with my enjoyment of the Mavs broadcast. Oh man, the beef with Derek <clears> is off. the oh, only Jesus. problem. When he wasn't on the broadcast, I had a, a it was it went swimmingly. It was it was fine. It I was chilling. What swimmingly? Look it up. It's a word. How you spell the, the, it? It was smooth. It's just swimming with the ly on the end uh Swimmingly. when he wasn't on the broadcast i i was not annoyed for one moment on the broadcast and nice then came back thank you um you know my no i was yeah. <clears throat> the, uh uh so anyway <laughs> I, I had i had tweeted that and then my man squish 41 came through and with the quote Bibs with the tweet right there, man. That's the kind of Twitter activity you can expect from this guy night in and night out, and what he brings to the timeline. And then six two seven Zach said he's grown a lot as a tweeter. <laughs> and then squish forty one came back. He can tweet. It's just that simple. <laughs> <And> <laughs> the homie Isaac Appel came in at this juncture. I don't just. I just don't think you'd want anyone else sending tweets. He's just that efficient and then uh shame not you trying to do six, the
2: Derek four, harper voice man
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> shame brown 464 said four, it's really just about the energy he provides with his tweets it was a good thread man it was a good thread i, I enjoyed it i was cracking up <laughs> on the time shout um, out to everybody that participated oh man, in saying, the
2: foolishness saying. in that thread
1: I appreciate y'all. Uh, and it's actually 77 likes when I screenshotted it. So that was that was cool too. Um, let me see. Devin Vassell went off from three. If he doesn't go off from three, maybe we get that blowout W, but we kept leaving him open and he kept splashing it. So it's just those little things that you have to watch throughout a game that can make or break a scenario. Again, we escaped with our lives, but we can't allow stuff like that. We, we just can't that's all I got I feel like we've been on this with for a little while
2: yeah a little bit too much let's move on to the final game of uh, this past week Boston Celtics another close game against a team that hasn't really been good this year at all especially on offense uh, 107 to 104 obviously we'll get to the finish but uh dennis schroeder a versus mavs all-star continues his trend against the dallas mavericks putting up 24 and 6 against us crazy too bad it wasn't enough even though you think man if if dennis schroeder doesn't go off against us this is probably one of those convincing victories but you know we just can't have nice things we we always have to have close games uh it's gonna give me a heart attack to be quite honest but another performance stellar performance by Luka Doncic don't really have to talk too much about Luka we know you know we know what he's gonna bring to the table um except when he doesn't like against the Denver Nuggets which I still have not let go uh <laughs> Porzingis returned in this game and I tweeted out If Kristaps Porzingis came back this game and had a bad game, Mavs Twitter would have flamed him straight to Hades. So, shout out to Kristaps Porzingis for returning. Not only returning, but returning and have a good game because, boy, I tell you, that training video of him shooting over that dude who was my height did not look good. I did not think he was going to come out and play the way he did. Maybe it's because the Boston Celtics are a bad defensive team. Maybe he's just feeling it. Maybe he's maybe the back tightness is gone. Maybe he's healthy. Maybe he's feeling good. I don't know if he can keep this up. Cool. We got the Pelicans next. Not a good team. It's a trap game for the Mavericks. Actually, every game is a trap game for the Mavericks. Uh, it feels but. like. It. <laughs> um. <clears throat> other players that also stepped up Jalen Brunson who was uh relegated back to the bench uh since KP is back I personally was not okay with that I felt we should have kept him in the starting lineup to be honest he seemed like he was thriving uh Luka was playing more off ball that was something we forgot to mention in the Spurs game how um towards the end of the game Luka realized Jalen Brunson was hot kept giving him the ball stayed off ball granted all he did was like spot up in the corner or the wing and sit there. But he didn't take the ball out of the hot hand. Uh, that takes a lot of leadership. Uh, Luca has grown a lot more as a leader this season. I think we've seen uh, there was a moment in the huddle. Uh, oh, also besides the Denver game, which I still have not let go. Uh, there was a moment in the huddle against the Spurs that was captured on camera where he's talking to the team, displaying leadership. So shout out to Luca for that. But uh, yeah, Jalen Brunson is back on the bench out of the starting lineup. Uh, We had a nice Reggie Bullock game, uh, something we haven't seen often this season. Uh, But the story of the game was the game winner by Luka Doncic to put away the Boston Celtics for another season straight. I just don't understand why they allow him to get to the left wing at this point. Um, any team, to be quite honest. But the fact that the shot was over Josh Richardson makes it that much sweeter.
1: Bibbs, take it away, brother. Um, <clears throat> so I'm going to just lead a story out there. Uh, the Celtics were playing without Jalen Brown. So really, the story of the game was Luka versus Tatum. Uh, we remember the off tweets, all Tatum putting in the word, Luka on the hookah, all that good stuff, um, blah, blah, blah. Both teams look iffy coming into the game. The Mavs have been getting the Ws despite it. The Celtics have not. And we knew it was a big game for narrative purposes, all that good stuff. Tatum and Luka both hoop. Nothing to be taken away from them. Uh, Both teams had a bench point guard step up with Brunson and Dennis Schroeder. We were dominating for a while and then we let them come back. Could have been an ugly, uh, if we had lost that game, it would not have been good for anybody on earth. Like Mavs Twitter, Mavs, everything would have just been, everything would have been bad. It would have been horrible. So Luca, first of all, like you said, why? how did they let him get to the spot? I actually said in my, I didn't tweet it, said it in my head. My biggest fear is that we go on a run and get to the finals or we get a chance to go to the finals and there's like a last shot situation and Luca is desperate to get to his spot and just misses like a wide open pass or something like that because he just wants that spot that shot for that spot (laughs) i need him i need him to not get it for that spot at least once so um because i feel like he's the type of guy that likes the symbolic stuff and i mean we know it's his spot we know it's his spot but i need it to be a situation where one day he's fakes it from that spot and go somewhere else, or whatever the case may be, because I'm concerned about how 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 prevalent these shots are coming from that particular area. <laughs> somebody's gonna somebody's gonna be aware of that one of these days. The Suns are gonna know that he's trying to get to that spot when we're in the Western Conference Finals this year, and CP3 is gonna get the strip as soon as Luka starts to make that that that, that turn to that spot. So uh, I, I saw it. I had a vision. I was, it was a premonition. But that's a hell of a vision. Uh, anyway, Luka hit the shot, <clears throat> won the game. I, uh, I, um, I was in full Optimus Bibs mode on the timeline. It was very difficult for me to maintain my composure.
2: It was very difficult in for that
1: me. That scenario. To read in. I, I, I was dying because there were a lot of people that don't follow me and things like that that they were not interact with the Optimus tweets. Bibs. They and they were like going in. They were so obsessed. <laughs> <laughs> And it took everything within me not to break character. I had to stay in character, though. But for those of you that enjoy Optimus Bibbs, I hate y'all because it, I have to keep doing it. But for those of y'all that yeah. hate Optimus Bibbs, I'm sorry because I hate them as well. But it, it's it's good. It's good content, man. It's good Whoa, good content man. to have <laughs> to, to think something and then tweet the complete opposite of that thought because uh, out loud, in the living room, bibs was yelling at the screen many times, but Optimus Bibs was all positivity, baby, that's all we do through the Optimus lens. So, uh, I think I'm gonna keep Optimus Bibs rolling for now. I think uh, I've been very mean oh on the timeline, <clears throat> so I'm, I'm, I'm gonna keep Optimus Bibs rolling. I have considered doing a separate account, but I have enough accounts as it is, so I don't think I'm gonna do that.
2: If you do a separate account, I'm not following you. I might
1: actually block it. I might block it myself. I don't want to see it on my timeline. <laughs> but I feel, I just feel like I want to separate Optimist Bibs from myself so I don't have to deal with the responses that I get as a non-Optimist Bibs. It'd be an interesting uh, social experiment, I'm thinking.
2: So Mavs fans are really kind of still on a high from the Luka game winner. Uh, hopefully that momentum... Not only from the fans, but the Mavs as well uh, leads into our next game tomorrow, which we will get to later with Bibb's weekly forecast. But uh, if you do not have any more comments about this last week, uh, we're going to take a quick ad break, pay some bills, and we're going to come back with our newest segment this week called Question of the Night Let's pay these bills, and we'll holler at y'all. We'll be right back. The NHL season is underway, and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has an unbelievable offer to celebrate the greatest sport on ice. New customers can bet just $1 on any NHL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a goal. Doesn't matter if it's a one-time clapper or a death deflection. However they light the lamp, you win. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, DraftKings won't leave you empty-handed. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit.
1: Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Throw down $1 on any NHL game and win 100 in free bets if either team scores a goal. This week, one puck in the net nets you a big win with promo code TBPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Must be 21 or older. New Jersey, Indiana, Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 positive. $1 wage required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Breeze. Dick. Uh, <clears throat> so, after bibs... Hey, has- hold on, 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 hold on. I'm going to just tell y'all to stay to the end for the outtakes because this was a journey. Make a clap.
2: Hey, right, This, <laughs> <laughs> hey man, look. <laughs> clappers is out. You hear me? <laughs> clappers is out.
1: <laughs> oh, man.
2: Uh, hey, as much as Bibs talk about cheeks, y'all know mm-hmm. he's a lot of clappers, man. Oh, uh, man,
1: we, you going to hear some cheeks later, but we'll, we'll, we'll wait for that. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa!
2: Oh, wow. Hey, hey, hey man. hey, man! Hey, man! It's gotten way out of hand. Oh man! Bibbs out oh, outed I'm me sweating. for no reason to everybody on the podcast that I need to call one eight hundred Gambler.
1: I'm I'm, hot. I'm concerned about you as as a as a co host. I would be remiss to not make sure I'm looking out for your your well being.
2: Considering the money I've lost and the amount I told you earlier was only on prospects. I didn't I'm add the to... amount. I didn't add the amount I lost on DraftKings. <laughs> so yeah. Uh I, I do have. I don't a think
1: problem. you made enough. I don't think you've made enough from DraftKings to justify how much you've lost. I haven't. So not even close. <clears throat> so yeah, I think I think we need to dial it back, make sure we set some limits. That's how I, I had to do it. Can, can I get a raise? I mean, we can get these views up.
2: Facts. <laughs> like... Hey, man. Uh, anyway, we need y'all to get these listens up so you can support my gambling problem.
1: <laughs> I don't. I don't know if that's. I think. All right. <laughs> all right.
2: All right. So uh, we're introducing a lot of new segments uh, week after <clears> week. Uh, <throat> maybe one week we'll do it. Maybe one week we don't. We want to interchange. Uh, make them interchangeable. You know, uh, like last week, we did uh, Tweet of the Night, correct? Tweet of the Week or Tweet of the Night. When I'm... And uh, this week, we are doing Question of the Night. Um, I sent the tweet out about two hours ago. Uh, asked, no, two or three hours ago, asking um, MFFL family to send us some questions. Uh, and our favorite one, we will read on the show. <laughs> Now, moving forward, question of the night won't always be that. Sometimes we'll ask you a question on the podcast, and you guys send us tweets answering it. Sometimes I'll tweet out a question, and we'll read your responses on the show. For this week, we asked for y'all questions, and y'all did a great job at sending us some questions. I'm going to be honest. Some of these are some good questions. Some of these have no chance of getting answered on the show i'm gonna be honest but uh it was hard for me to pick one i did pick one but we might pick two so if you want to pick one and i pick one how about that i'll tell you the one i picked or i'll tell you who it's from the one i picked okay uh jose monteleon
1: Okay, I figured you might go with that one. Um I might go with uh has two Okay, all
2: right. <clears throat> That's a tough question, but it's a good question. Uh so let's go with Jose's first. All right. <clears throat> Shout out to Jose Montellion at J on Twitter. Uh also was a guest on the show not too long ago. Uh question was which teams are you most surprised by? This was a great question. Uh off the top of my head, one of the teams has to be the Philadelphia 76ers. Uh not only are they losing, but they do they not have Ben Simmons, Tobias Harris has been out and the depth on this team is showing depth I don't think people really uh thought they had and they've beaten the Bulls twice with uh basically only playing like eight nine players and the Bulls have been a really good team this year uh another te- they didn't really surprise me they're really living up to the expectations I had for them but for Philadelphia to uh defeat them twice in a week with what they're going through is uh is definitely it's definitely surprising to me especially where they're seated right now
1: okay i like that um i'm gonna go with the cleveland cavaliers mm-hmm. because go. they were clowned heavily in the offseason for the moves that they made and they are sitting at seven and four and a legitimate seven and four they're not winning on some fluky stuff uh evan mobley looks amazing um Jared Allen is holding it down in the paint. And All-star. a little early for that. But he's holding it, holding it down in the paint. <laughs> um They're coming off a win. They're coming coming off a win against the Knicks tonight. 126 to 109 was the score on that game. Uh Lori marketing in the starting lineup has not hurt them. I know a lot of math fans were concerned saying that we shouldn't pursue a player who openly wanted to play for us. Imagine <laughs> Maxi and KP go down and Lori Martin is on the roster. anyway, um <laughs> imagine Lori marketingin on the roster period. Just I truly don't understand why you would not want a player who has some talent and some potential to get better on your roster. I, I truly don't understand the people that were anti-marketing. It makes absolutely no sense to me. But the Cleveland Cavaliers were very open to bringing in marketing, despite the fact that everybody said it didn't make sense. Not only did they bring him in, they started him with their other two seven-footers. And their team is one is, is seven and four. We're seven and three. So, uh, And they're supposed to be buttons. We're supposed to be good. So,
2: anyway. Y'all anti-Laurie marketing, but y'all <laughs> pro-Gorn make it make sense.
1: Anyway. I'm saying. Uh <laughs> but yeah that's that's my team, that's my surprise team, and I'm really pulling for them because you know'm I'm, I'm all all big man all day. So a team that's deploying multiple big men on the roster on the starting lineup even. That's that's beautiful to me. I love love the the, the throwback type game. Man. Other than Mobley reminds me of some of those dudes from like the '60s and '70s stuff. Like, hey, nah, this ain't
2: no season. throwback shit. I ain't never seen three seven <clears throat> on the floor at the same time. This is different. <laughs> you right. saying right. This ain't no '80s. <laughs> this is this it's is different. a little
1: different. It's a little <laughs> different. But I I mean like the the the, the idea of Bigs not being yeah we, uh, a, a liability. Yeah, uh, I, I I mess with it heavily, and like I said, Evan Mobley reminds me of some of them dudes from the old days—the way he looks and moves. So like a KG, uh, I'm <clears throat> I'm, I'm, ex- I'm I'm enjoying that team personally.
2: I agree. Uh, that was one of the teams on my list, but I wanted to show some love to Philadelphia. Uh,
1: I respect it. I respect. Uh,
2: it. not gonna stay on the question too long, but <clears throat> shout out to Jose for the great question. Uh, you go ahead and
1: present yours. Okay, and I apologize if I'm pronouncing your name terribly. Uh, Hez um, Sautu, at Hez Sautu, S-A-U-T-U, one of our many for followers, um, guy who's always interacting. So I definitely wanted to get take the opportunity to, to shout him out, get him on here. His question was, what is Jalen's market value at the moment? And <clears throat> for me, I think that's a little bit of a trick question almost. So if you're looking at what he should be paid I think he's just about justifiably looking like a almost twenty mil type of dude. He's justified to max. His max is going to look a little crazy after he gets to actual free agency. Because if what, he what his ex, his extension max is fifty something, but he's smarter than that. So if he goes past the deadline, his max becomes like one seventy. Oh, yeah. For so, like for four, for four for five years, years five years, five years for us. Oh hell no! So that's that's getting a little too much. Yeah, but five years hundred, That sounds justifiable to me.
2: Yeah, five years hundred million sounds right <clears throat> to me. I mean,
1: a year. I, and to be honest, that's that's a bargain. He better than Tim Hardaway Junior. If false or true, true. Absolutely true. 100%. That's all it comes down to for me.
2: I would definitely My give Jalen Brunson five
1: years $20 million. I agree. It is what it is. He's. If I had to choose between keeping him, moving him to the starting lineup, and getting rid of Tim Hardaway Jr., if it's going to be a conflict, I'm doing that all day. Easy. No question. I don't think twice about it. Because when Jalen Brunson's shot isn't falling, he's doing other things.
2: When Tim Hardaway's shot isn't falling, Tim Hardaway Jr. is not doing anything. He is completely <laughs> useless. And I love Tim's, but that's just that's who he is. Yep. At this point in his career. Uh that was a really good question. Um, like you said, twenty million for Jalen Brunson on five years is really cheap. Uh, uh how high would you go? Twenty five? 25 is the most I will go.
1: Who got the 5-125 this year? John Collins.
2: That's what he got? Yeah. I think so. And I think the Cavs were offering or Collins Sexton was asking for like 5 years, 25 million or something a year.
1: Was it that was he asking for that deal too? I think so. I think so. Collins got uh 5 years 100, right? I believe so. So, that that Jared Allen I should say. So okay. Allen got the yeah, 100. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Collins got the five one twenty five. That's how you have to look at it. Like compare them to other players that got similar deals. Yeah, think did Van Vleet get one forty something? Yes, I think so. So <clears throat> again, those are that's the the range we're looking at. Uh, if we can get them at five one hundred, that's easy money. Mm-hmm. Five one twenty five. He's still valuable. You could probably trade that if it came down to it. That's facts. You could. It'll be a nice cap
2: filler, and you're trading away talent, someone who actually has value. So yeah. uh, we could get something in return, or we could keep Jalen Brunson in. He turns into a valuable piece
1: on this team. Yeah, uh, like that contract's not an albatross, basically. No, it's not unmovable, anything like that, you know. Like if he becomes disgruntled or whatever, it, it's not hard to move. Right,
2: easy. Uh, <clears throat> great question. Uh, appreciate the question. Uh, has I believe I. Uh, Hopefully I pronounced the name right. Let us if know. Did. I'm about to say, if we did not, tweet us and let us know. Uh, but uh, we are going to take another break to pay some more bills. And after this ad break, we will be back with my unsung hero, Bibbs Weekly Forecast, and a little bit of a uh, miscellaneous talk that isn't NBA related. Mm. Just, just something quick. Nothing too long, you know. But let's pay these bills real quick. We'll be right back. If you're a beginning podcaster or someone who just wants to make things easy on their journey, Spotify for podcasts is the perfect platform for you. They allow you to record your podcast and edit it, not only from your computer, but your phone as well. So you can do it on the go wherever you are. You can make money from your podcast through ads provided by the platform or through subscriptions from your audience. With no catch at all. They even take the liberty of distributing your podcast not only to the Spotify platform, but every other podcasting platform as well. Just like that. All you have to do is record, edit, hit publish, and Spotify takes care of the rest. I use Spotify Podcasters to start my journey. Bibbs used it to start his journey. We used it to start the Mavs Outsiders journey now you have the opportunity to use it to start your journey as well. To get started, all you have to do is download the Spotify for Podcasts app or go to www.spotify.com forward slash podcasters to get started. And we are back. <laughs> <laughs> and we are back. Uh, man, every time we come out of these damn ad breaks, it's, it's something funny going on behind the scenes but uh, enough of that let's get to the unsung hero of the week presented by me Uh, the Mavs unsung hero of the week award this week is going to none other than Mr. Jalen Brunson himself Uh, Bibbs told me he was very curious as to who I was going to choose since you know there's a whole unsung portion of it but I couldn't really find, I I found myself hard pressed to find someone who deserved it more than Jalen. Uh, we know the numbers he put up. It wasn't, you know, it's, it's very public knowledge around the, the Mavs community, but I think the fact that he was able to step up in the absence of our quote unquote second star should not go unnoticed. Uh, not only has he produced off the bench in the beginning of this season he showed that he can do it in the starting lineup as well and we saw some flashes of what a starting lineup with Brunson and Luka could possibly look like with Luka playing off ball and Jalen uh you know running the offense sometimes so Uh, Even when KP came back against Boston Jalen Brunson was still effective off the bench being able to switch it back and forth like that throughout a week and still be productive and still contribute to a team should not go unnoticed it should not be underrated it deserves its respect and I am giving it to Jalen Brunson today you are the Mavs unsung hero of the week sir kudos to you and I look forward to the rest of the season now I kick it to my brother Bibbs with his infamous weekly forecast. I cannot wait to see what he has in store for this shit, boy. Uh, Yeah, Bibbs, take it away.
1: Thank you, race. It's going to be another light week for the Dallas Mavericks. Just three games. We're looking at a Monday, Wednesday, Friday situation. And uh, the first game is going to be against the New Orleans Pelicans in Dallas. Uh, no thunder thighs, Zion. No lightning rod, Brandon Ingram. Most likely, the Pelicans are going to be very short-handed. Uh, Jonas Valanchunas, yeah, if, if you know the rap song, you know what I'm referencing there. He's going to be a problem for us in the paint. Uh, he's one of those guys that actually knows what to do in the paint. We don't have anybody to stop him. Uh, Devontae Graham is dangerous from deep. Nikhil Alexander-Walker is an interesting defender who can get hot as well. Uh, it should be an easy game for the Mavs, but <laughs> there's been no such thing as that in Dallas this year. Uh, moving forward in the week, and Wednesday, we're going up, To the Windy City, Uh, the Chicago Bulls have looked great. Uh, We've got two guys, actually three when you think about it, that Mavs fans did not want that are all coming together to form a somewhat of a super team there. Uh, Zach Levine is a hooper. Uh, Hopefully we don't try to guard him with Tim Hardaway Jr. Uh, The DeMar DeRozan situation is going to be interesting to watch as well. And then Vucevic, just like Valanchunas, he's another guy that can kill you inside and out. Uh, He's been pretty quiet this year. Is this the game that he decides to go off? It would be appropriate, uh, Moving forward in the week on Friday, the Mavs will be playing the Spurs for the 12th time this year. All right, maybe not the 12th, <laughs> but we will be playing the Spurs again. We've beaten them twice on close finishes. Is this the game that they decide to get their revenge? It's hard to beat a good team three times. You know, looking at the schedule, Reese, I would love to get out of this 2-1, and 3-0 and oh, if things go perfectly. But uh, if we're below 2-1, and one, it's going to be a really rough week. Uh I think that's all I got for our weekly forecast. Back to you.
2: I'm actually looking forward to the Bulls game the most. I yeah, want to I, see I'm, what we can do against this team.
1: We have similar issues. Um, I think they're top heavy. No Dolly Parton. And a low top heavy as well. You didn't just say that. Uh, um, <clears throat> let me see here. Pelicans game again should not be competitive. Should be able to. That was a like delayed reaction. Yeah, yeah the Pelicans. Pal- Pal- yeah, yeah, you shouldn't have. Oh my
2: god. <sighs> Um, the Pelicans game should not be competitive but if this season so far is any indication it will be so I'm actually prepared for that I'm prepared for a fight I'm prepared for prepared for a game that's going to stress me out Um, the Bulls game is the one I'm most intrigued about uh, it could really go either way Uh, the Bulls have looked incredible this year even though like you said I think we share some of the same issues but For the most part, it's a very talented team. They don't have much defense. They don't have really any depth. Um, Nikola Vucevic hasn't really been playing well this season, uh, surprisingly. Um, But we'll see. Hopefully KP can make it through the week. Uh, We'll see how that goes. Uh, We're ending the week on the Spurs again. I feel like we got lucky twice. May not get lucky a third time with these dudes, man. Uh, we we need to go into that game and, and get one of those convincing wins that I mentioned earlier because we may not be able to pull a close one out again. Uh, but yeah, looking forward to this week. Uh, that's all I really got to say about that. So do we want to move on to the other thing?
1: I think it was skipping a little bit again. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so the the Vucevic thing, I think he's kind of dealing with the Chris Bosh situation with the Miami Heat big three. Um, but there are going to be those games where he's going to be important. And I feel like I, the game that we play against them could be one of those type of games. Because he, he's not going to let Dwight Powell slow him
2: down. Absolutely not. We're weak at bigs. So he should he should eat against us. especially with a point guard
1: like Lonzo, who will get you the ball. we It's going to be an interesting game. Um, and I feel like those guys, Zach Levine sp- particularly, knows about the narratives. So, mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh... I come out to send a message. Especially if we're gardening with Tim Hardaway Jr.
2: <laughs> Put Frank on Zach. Just saying. What we got to lose? The game? Probably gonna do that anyway. Uh but yeah, thank you guys for tuning in for the Mavs Outsiders podcast. That was the Mavs slash basketball portion. We're gonna have a brief discussion about a movie that recently came out. Uh mm. We're having a few technical difficulties so we're going to try to speed through this but uh should we give a spoiler alert
1: i think i think that would be for the best all right i'm debating if i should drop video i assume you won't clip this part right to try to help our stability
2: no i won't i won't clip this part
1: yeah i'm gonna drop video see if that helps
2: cool All right, all right, so this is a spoiler warning. We are about to talk about the movie Eternals. If you have not seen Eternals, you need to exit the podcast now. Was that good? Uh, You got
1: the job done.
2: Got the job done. How, what did you think about the movie, man?
1: Um. So I won't say I was at all blown away or anything like that, but I did enjoy the movie. Okay. Um, like it was, it was fine. Same with me.
2: Uh, I wasn't bored. Uh, it it had its fun moments. It was nice. It wasn't a bad movie. It. I feel like it was mid. Honestly um, But it was also beautifully shot My good issues visuals. Yeah good visuals My issue with it is it just felt like at moments Things were just happening For no real reason Explain uh, Okay I feel like the deviants really serve no purpose In the grand scheme of things They were just They were there for conflict. And that's it. Especially considering the twist near the end which I 100% saw coming.
1: With old buddy?
2: Yeah, with Icarus. Yeah. They did
1: telegraph it.
2: The minute he showed up and saved them in the beginning (laughs) and he said I don't know anything about, I just came because of, he came because of Devious or something. I'm like, yo that don't even sound like a legit yeah. excuse
1: i said yeah. from that point this is up to something i saw somebody saying it on the timeline before the movie even came out that they don't feel like he's trustworthy um and so look at go, his face i went into the movie thinking that already and then like you said him showing up randomly right on time right was suspicious and then how he was acting when they found old girl was also suspicious but what i will say about that is that i appreciate that they left the breadcrumbs there because a lot of movies when they have a twist like that they don't give you clues and then they just pull it out of nowhere right so it made it made sense that there were little signs the way he was acting that were off right like i appreciate that personally but yeah it didn't like when they tried to reveal it as a twist it didn't hit as hard as it probably could have
2: i mean for some people it did some people said they did not see it coming okay yeah Yeah. some people said they did not see it coming so did you go into the movie looking for it no okay i didn't you just immediately like
1: was like all right this feels like one of those type of things yeah
2: it just yeah he just didn't seem right to me uh another issue i had with this and i feel like i can't remember what movie i went to see but i talked to you about it and i said they keep breaking and doing flashbacks mm. to different time periods. What movie was that, man? Shit. I talked about it with you, and I, I'm just like... Did we do
1: a review? Was it a review? Or did we just talk about it on the pod? I can't...
2: It might not have been on the pod. It might have been one of the moments where, you know, we were talking before and at, or after the pod. gotcha. And, gotcha. Yeah. I
1: do recall you mentioning something. I can't think of what the... It was definitely this year.
2: It was this um, year. I'll, I'm trying to. I'll go through my. Up. I'll go
1: through my list. I have like. a I keep track of every movie I watch. So. Yeah, I
2: have my AMC app. It has a history of all the movies I've seen, and I'm trying to remember which one it was. But uh, it was very recent. It Wasn't Candyman? It wasn't
1: Candyman. No. Um. Was it a a DC movie? Um.
2: Suicide Squad. Yes, Suicide Squad. That's what it was, okay. the Suicide Squad. They okay. kept jumping, like you know, from and that's not even the only movie that's done it. I feel like there was another one that did it as well. Uh, I think I, I think James Bond did it a little too much. I didn't.
1: I didn't watch that one.
2: I went to see that, <clears throat> and it's like, bro, this is unnecessary.
1: Just and you you know what? I was trying to pay attention very closely because of that, because I wanted to make sure I knew when. <laughs> we were right. My sister lost track a couple times. Like, they were there was a time where they went back and she was like watching it. And the only reason I knew they went back is because I realized the people's clothes were like old timey, right? And but she was like, Oh, wait, this is in the past. Like, like two thirds of the way through the scene, I was like, Yeah, this is she's like the whole scene she's watching it as if it's happening presently because it wasn't clear enough that they had gone back in time again. I just, uh...
2: and okay, my. I had the issue with that I know a lot of people are going into this movie asking well where were these guys when Thanos happened and this happened why didn't they help they say that they're not allowed to get involved in human conflict mm-hmm. but they also had no issue letting it be known that they're eternals like immortal beings like they They aren't hiding that they make that known very much in this movie through the flashbacks i just get very confused on what the
1: rules are like so i think they're not supposed to use their abilities to intervene in human conflict right but they could do other things using their abilities and whatnot they just couldn't stop like wars and battles and all that good stuff um And then I was also slightly confused by what I can't think of what the dude's name is. The dude that could like control minds or whatever. Uh, Druid. Yeah, I could. I don't know. Like, what? What he? What was he doing in the clan? Like, why did? Where did those people go? No idea. Cause like, how? I'm trying to figure out how that fit historically. I don't know at all. Because I was confused they, as well. I know historically they <laughs> killed all them people. So the fact that he had them all walk off into the wilderness threw me off completely.
2: Also, they blamed Hiroshima on a gay black man. Come on (laughs)
1: now. That scene was unnecessary. Unnecessary. It wasn't necessary at all. Like, they established it already that he might, he was responsible for some technological advances when they mentioned him trying to introduce the steam engine, like in the in the bc days
2: bc days yeah
1: yeah like okay that's knowing that's us supposed to know that he was responsible for multiple you know technological advances we didn't need to see him in hiroshima
2: we didn't need that for him to say he's giving up on humanity and then (laughs) immediately when we see him again he has faith in humanity again right what what was the reason for them showing that i just
1: i don't know because he wasn't supposed to intervene anyway Exactly. So we didn't need to see him have a reason to not intervene. Exactly. We that, didn't need it. His reason was following his orders.
2: And I loved his character. Honestly, I just feel like that wasn't needed. I agree. Um, I did like all of them together. I like the uh, you know, the friendships between them. Uh, Gilgamesh and Thena. I love their friendship the most.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, was kind of upset that he got killed, but you know. Uh,
1: They had to get rid of one of the powerful ones
2: Yeah Um, I liked all of them except for Sprite Um, I hated Sprite to be quite honest Really? Yes absolutely I enjoyed Sprite Sprite was annoying as fuck
1: She was stuck in a child's body First of all before this
2: movie I didn't even know it was a girl I thought it was a little boy I thought it was a boy during the movie My sister was like nah that's a girl I had to google it i had to google it i was like it's let me look at the cast is this a boy or a girl and from the mannerisms i was like she's doing like very strong feminine mannerisms and poses i'm like maybe she knows she looks like a little boy and she's doing this to show people hey look i'm a girl
1: right there was a moment where she like walked out and you could definitely could like see by the walk and stuff that it was a girl yeah um she is i had to double check she's 16 now okay she looks younger than that yeah that's what i was 12. trying to figure out i was like how did they get this child up here with these heavy hitters like Man. where did this child come from
2: tough i mean she did a good acting job i just didn't like the character uh
1: this, wait, the last wait 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 wait, wait, wait. one thing says she was born in 2007 one says she was born in 2005. so okay uh, now now i'm confused she's either 14 she's or young. 16. yeah, yeah. somewhere
2: <laughs> 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 um the celestials we learned a bit about the celestials uh basically this movie said f religion i'm sorry um it it was it basically saying hey all that religion that y'all believe in that's the celestials that's not basically in the mcu they're trying to tell you hey there's no god it's the celestials basically um they they say that without saying it um that's at least that's how I, that's how I saw it. Um, but the Celestials are dicks, man. I I truly
1: don't really get the point of them.
2: I, 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 Eris, like, bro, <clears throat> you created them to go to earth cool. Why make it as to where this is a little girl for the rest of her life? Why does this chick have to be deaf? why what's the reason bro
1: why does she have to be deaf yeah their appearances didn't make i mean i don't know it, it a lot of it felt pointless like he was just having fun i, I don't know oh man
2: camille Nanjani literally set out the entire climax of the movie did he he was not in that final fight he what left he doing remember he left the ship. oh yeah he, said, he I'm did not, he and did not come back
1: him and the homie left. The dude, the random dude, was killing me like the whole time. He like, was hilarious. He was hilarious. All these eternal beings just chilling and then he's just there like. I liked Camille too. Random spots. Yeah, Camille was funny. uh I, Like as soon as they popped up when they were like showed up in India to get him, I was like, this dude making Bollywood movies, ain't he? Like yep. immediately, I was like, this I dude s- making bo- <laughs> Bollywood From the
2: jump, I was like, yeah, he's making Bollywood movies, bro.
1: I was dying. Oh, that. Uh, but it reminded me of the Suicide Squad. Remember when the dude, the the driver dude, was with him?
2: Yes, yes, yes. And he oh ran my goodness! The
1: building like why? I think he got shot, but he did build it. Well, he, he did. Who was it was it Idris elbow? Idris Elba was like why was he even with us, man? Like, right. Going on? <laughs> why was he still here?
2: Oh my god!
1: Oh man,
2: <laughs> that was hilarious! Oh man, no,
1: that was that was comedy.
2: Um. I'm trying to figure. Jimma Chan's character.
1: Okay.
0: She. I just thing. want.
2: I just want to say, Jimma Chan is like. I. I've never seen anything. She, I did not see Crazy Rich Asians. Okay. Neither. Uh I have not seen anything she's been in before this. This is one of the most beautiful women. Mm. I've ever seen on screen. Time out.
1: She was in Captain Marvel. Nah, I don't know. She played Minerva. I think I remember her. How and was Cap- she in Captain Marvel? If she's in this, they—I don't know what they did, how they did that. She was in Transformers. Which Transformers? The Last Night. I didn't see that shit. Fantastic Beasts. Mm. She was in my show Shetland. I knew I had seen her before. Okay, that's why I remember her. But yeah, I don't know how they did took her from. Uh, oh, she was in Sherlock too. Yep. So she's British. She must be British.
2: Yeah, I mean she has the accent in the in the film. I don't
1: remember. <clears throat> oh yeah, they were in London.
2: Yeah. Uh yeah, she was a Captain Marvel. That's wild. Um. Maybe we're gonna find out. Oh, she was an Eternal in that, and she was playing a doctor.
1: I don't know about that.
2: And I, what else they want to do? Um, but yeah, she is one of the most beautiful women I've ever seen on screen. She's a very beautiful woman. I was captivated by her beauty. Uh, Selma Hayek <laughs> and Angelina Jolie as well. Angelina Jolie is Angelina Jolie.
1: Uh, I've never really been that attracted to Angelina Jolie. Damn, Angelina Jolie. <laughs> <laughs> like to where, like, like you were saying, cat, you were captivated, but she definitely got me in this one. I don't know if it was cause she was a blonde, the white. Yeah. And- or what, but
2: I was like, hold up, Angelina I mean, Jolie really back is in, like that. Back in the day, Angelina Jolie, I don't, that boy. <coughs> yep, there it is. Salma Hayek, beautiful woman as well. You know,
1: they had Salma Hayek covered up, that was pointless.
2: i was scared. scared. Alright, so. <laughs> um, I'm trying to figure out if there's anything I want to touch on that I missed. I don't think so.
1: I'm sending you to pick I think because she was green They let it slide
2: And uh Captain Marvel Okay yeah they're gonna let it slide
1: Yeah I remember her
2: I remember her now Yeah
1: Yeah, they're not gonna count that (laughs) Yeah two two separate characters (laughs) Two separate characters Um So we move to the post credit at least
2: Yeah you wanna go to the first one
1: What was the first one Um We got oh oh oh, Eros,
2: yeah. Yeah. Um, well, at the end of the movie, uh, they found the Eternals found out that they're on Earth to help the population grow on Earth, so a celestial who's seeded on Earth can be born, it'll destroy the planet, but the celestial will create billions more planets. Uh, they stop the celestial, they basically she basically kills it, turning it into marble. Um, at the end of the film. Jemma Chan's character, uh Brian Tyrese Henry. Actually, I'm gonna say their names. Uh Cersei, Fastos, and Kingo. Who? Kingo. <clears throat> Did they
1: ever say his name in the movie?
2: Yeah, Camille Nanjani's character. His name's Kingo. All
1: right.
2: Yeah. Uh Hirshem arrives in one of the most terrifying shots I've ever seen in my life. Um they're just chilling in the park, and you look in the sky and you see a celestial being covering the planet. <laughs> I would have pissed myself like, facts immediately. <laughs> and, um, he grabs them and says, You know, uh, oh, you chose to sacrifice a celestial for this planet. I'll spare them, but I'm gonna review your memories and I'll be back for judgment, which scared the shit out of me. Um, <laughs> the other three celestial, uh, eternals, um, the girl who runs fast the, the deaf girl damn i don't remember her name i'm sorry M- makari makari that's her name sorry um Thena and druid are on their ship and they're out looking for other eternals to tell them the truth in the post credit scene they realize that they cannot get in contact with the three on earth they realize Erashim must have taken them and they say we must go back when they feel something well two of them feel something Druick feels nothing because i don't know um and pip the troll teleports onto their ship
1: what's really good i was kidding oh my god
2: (laughs) i just want to say for mcu standards he looked terrible really i think he looked terrible okay um and he introduces us to Star Fox, a.k.a. Eros. A.k.a. The brother of Thanos. A.k.a. Harry Styles. Of one fucking direction. <laughs> Look, man. I, they say he was in Dunkirk. I didn't see Dunkirk. I don't know how good he is. but He looks fine. But come on, man. Harry Styles. I don't know.
1: He was fine to me. I
2: had some dude, though. Maybe, you know.
1: That ain't what I meant.
2: Arrows oh, oh my god Arrows <laughs> is the the god of like love or lust uh-huh. or something so of course you get Harry Styles for something like that. Um <laughs> apparently he's out looking for other eternals as well. Uh I don't know when he's gonna show up next. Maybe we get an Eternals 2 from, he, like. from the vibes he's giving. From the vibes he's giving. It sounds like he he and Pip would fit in Guardians 3. Mm.
1: That's why I thought they were going to introduce him, low-key.
2: That would have made more sense, but, you know, they also got the Adam Warlock thing. Right. But Adam Warlock is connected to Pip the Troll in the comics, so I I don't know.
1: Mm.
2: I don't know. Uh, What were your thoughts on this scene?
1: Um... Yeah, so I I had heard about the Harry Styles casting
2: I did as well I just didn't know who he was But playing.
1: I didn't realize it was going to show up in this movie
2: No, I heard that he was going to be in this
1: movie I just didn't know who he was playing Okay, so I I just heard about the casting As like a Marvel character I didn't realize he was going to show up in this one um, Yeah Pip the Troll was played by Patton Oswalt Who now has 50,000 characters in the MCU
2: He's also going to be playing <coughs> Modok in the
1: MCU Is that going to be animated?
2: I'm not sure. I think so.
1: I think they were doing it on Hulu.
2: Yeah, I think that's that, the
1: only thing I recall.
2: I think they're doing that animated MODOK thing.
1: But he has a smooth 50 MCU characters at this point.
2: Also, he um, was in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Right. playing like the same the same person 30 different times.
1: MODOK's already out, by the way. Really? It came out in May. Okay,
2: then he's playing like an actual MODOK, like live action then, because this just recently came out. Okay yeah
1: all right good for him man um i like baton also well
2: maybe it's a different i don't know man i don't know i could be wrong i could be wrong i had to look it up
1: all right look it up but he's already in the mcu they apparently don't mind recasting him either so and at I'm least not gonna, this is i'm not complaining about it yeah i'm not complaining about it at all um you want to talk about the other one okay wait
2: a minute it said... Okay, I'm confused. What you got? Um, I don't... I, I was trying to look up the Pat Oswalt thing, but yes, the other scene. Um, there's I'm not a, a big enough
1: nerd to know. I was... For whatever reason, my mind said Wolverine, but... You talking about the voice? When, when I started looking at him and he said my family's history, I was like, mutants, oh. let's get it. Get the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um... And then I was like, no, they, they didn't give it to me,
2: but yeah. There's a character in this film named Dane Whitman. Uh, he's the boyfriend, <laughs> confidant, whatever, to Gemma Chan's character Cersei uh, while she's living in London. Uh-huh. Earlier in the film, she gives him with a ring for his birthday with his family's crest or symbol on it, uh-huh. which is like a raven. And it's revealed at the end of the film Right before she and the other two Eternals are taken by Arashem, he says, you know, um, I have some secrets as well. My family history is a bit complicated. Uh, He really does nothing throughout the fucking film. So,
1: You can't use somebody that big and not expect something more to be under.
2: Yeah, it has to be. You can't get Jon Snow. I don't even watch Game of Thrones, but it's Jon fucking Snow. You can't get Jon Snow to play a character in an MCU film and he does nothing right. that means they have bigger plans
1: exactly
2: so he is the character black knight uh in the marvel comics at the the second credit scene we see him opening a case which uh shows the ebony blade which they also mentioned on that ship when thena was looking at uh Blade, Sprite said is that the Ebony
1: Blade She said no Excalibur Yeah I knew that that was going to be a hint <clears <Yeah>. <clears <throat> But I was wondering Because King Arthur's in the comics too right Yes So I, I, I was like are they going to make this dude King Arthur But didn't one of them date King Arthur They made the joke Yeah yeah she yeah Thena, King Thena, 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 Thena she said King, King Arthur. Arthur
2: always liked you Yeah
1: yeah yeah, yeah. Um, so I believe that could, King I Arthur that
2: made be, the yeah. Ebony Blade as well Okay I'm Not sure though uh, I don't know much about the Black Knight. I Only know a little bit, but the best part about that post-credit scene—did you read up on it?
1: No, I was waiting. I was going to listen to like some podcasts or something about it.
2: So you didn't even listen to the <laughs> Ringiverse pod?
1: Not yet. I saw. I, I looked to make sure it was there, but I didn't get to listen to it yet. I had a lot of shit to do today.
2: So the voice that calls out to him at the end, like, "Are you really going okay. to pick it up?" Mm-hmm. It is confirmed. By director Chloe Zhao. That was Mahersha Ali's Blade. (laughs) Are you still there? Shit. (laughs) That was not only confirmed by Chloe Zhao. It was confirmed by Camille. Who did an interview with the midnight boys and he told them like, i saw i saw he was on there." yeah he said that's mahersha ali
1: mm.
2: blade yep, does have it. you know a bit of connection to the black knight they have a bit of history in the comics so the black knight will most likely show up in the blade <laughs> movie
1: mm-hmm.
2: that's probably when we'll see him next um but yeah, that's very exciting that they're already planting the seeds for Blade.
1: So actually, besides that, there's two untitled Marvel movies out there, right?
2: Yeah, I think like one for I think for 2023,
1: right? Yeah, there's there's some t- some interestingly placed untitled movies that are definitely going to involve characters that we're being introduced to, and or already know about getting sequels. Absolutely. Um, so that's that's something to watch for. I agree. Uh I think we're gonna get Blade around twenty twenty
2: three. Uh Did they today, not honestly. give a date
1: for Blade yet?
2: I don't think so. No. I don't think Blade has an official date yet. Okay. Um you also have to be on the lookout because there's a another Hulk movie in the works
1: planning. Uh Hawk. The Hulk. Hulk. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. That people I saw some people were annoyed by that, but I mean it is what it is. I'm fine with it. I'm fine, I'm fine with it. it. I, I feel yeah. like he deserves that. Absolutely, um, and people are gonna watch it. So uh, of course, get it's money. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: but yeah, man, this we went a little longer than we probably we really expected to, but uh, I tried to keep it short. So, uh, tweet us. Let us know if you like the Eternals. You know, we know we y'all know we like to talk movies. We don't get to do it often anymore. So, uh, I enjoyed the movie. It was kind of mad to me. If I had yeah. to rank, rate it like out of 10, I'd probably give it like, a 6.
1: Yeah, I'm 3, and and a half. I'm, I'm, I'm stuck in between that. I'll figure yeah. it out this week.
2: I wouldn't really go out of my way to see it again. Out of 5, out of 5. I yeah, I know what you meant. Mean. I know what you yeah. meant. Um, I wouldn't go out of my way to see it again, but right. I didn't... I, I wasn't bored with it. Dude, right. I was bored with. I almost fell asleep. So...
1: <laughs> yeah uh, Eternals I enjoyed the characters mostly uh there were some characters I didn't enjoy but then I enjoyed them later because the movie's so damn long that you get multiple times with these characters um I had some fun I laughed uh there were some good action sequences some good fights the like you said the villains were blah they were just like putties in uh what's it called Power Rangers. Avengers. Yeah, they were they were putties basically, till they weren't <laughs> at the end. Um, but I think it did a good job of establishing who they are, what they're about, and giving us something to kind of chew on for a potential sequel.
2: Now let me um, ask you this. Okay. You see any of them joining
1: the actual Avengers in the future? No. I don't know if I would want them to. Okay. I feel like they're gonna keep them as like their own thing
2: I, I agree
1: I would like and, that Unless they have to battle a Celestial one of these days mm-hmm. Which is probably coming
2: Which will be amazing on screen Jesus Christ Oh yeah
1: Especially just cause they Like just the presentation they gave us of how they look Right Threatening the earth for example <laughs> Or hovering over the earth That's gonna be insane Uh also, I have to put this
2: out there. This has the MCU's first sex scene. And, like, I bruh. I was that. I was not prepared.
1: They was doing too much.
2: I saw him thrusting, bro.
1: Yeah, he was definitely in there.
2: <laughs> <laughs> like, when they my- first started kissing, I was like, okay, they kissed Right. But then,
1: like, they showed them naked on the ground, and I'm like, this- my sister was like, was this necessary? I'm like, this... They out there on some hard ass rocks too. Like they couldn't get to a bed somewhere with some, some, some start, silk sheets. I'm like, when they start doing this, and then I they was
2: like, I love you. And I seen him thrust, and I'm like, whoa, 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 <laughs> whoa. Completely unnecessary, whoa, dog. Whoa. Like, whoa. We didn't need to see that. You know what's weird? I felt more uncomfortable watching that mm-hmm. than I did fastest kissing his
1: husband. Exactly.
2: That's exactly
1: <laughs> somebody posted that like people were groaning when he kissed his husband. I was like, that scene, like I I smiled on that scene. The other scene had me like un adjusting in my seat. Like what is right. happening? Like, come on, son.
2: Like it was some dudes, it was like a guy he was with his uh sons. His sons was like teenagers grown. And right. my father was like, Oh man, here we go with this shit. And I'm like, Oh man, it's not that serious. You ain't right. say nothing about a... you ain't to say nothing about these immortals fucking on sand. <laughs> like, come on man.
1: Right. And it, that scene was too long. This showed a little kiss, showed a little topless hug on the ground and keep it moving. Like, why are we watching him getting it in? Like, what is happening? I didn't need the prolonged
2: thrusting, man.
1: No, <laughs> man, we didn't need that. Nobody needed that in a Marvel if, movie. Son. If she
2: didn't get pregnant, why we see it?
1: Right. Like, we didn't need to know that. We all we, I mean, we can know, but we didn't need to see that. We don't need this.
2: We don't need to see him on top of her to know that they love each other. You right. did a pretty good job of showing us that.
1: I didn't have to watch Iron Man getting it in. I didn't have to watch Steve Rogers getting it in. Why am I watching these random people getting it in on a Marvel movie? Like, what's happening? We
2: understood the connection between Scarlett Johansson and Bruce Banner. Why did I just use her real name in his? <laughs> <laughs> Black Widow and Bruce Banner and. They were basically having sex with their eyes. They never touched each other. Right. Come on, man.
1: This was <clears throat> unnecessary. Completely, completely unnecessary. Come on. That was they should have cut that out. There's a couple things they should have <sighs> cut out of this movie, but that was definitely one of them. Facts. Um I know we said we spent too much time on a movie thing. I do want to plug a movie real quick. Okay. The Harder They Fall. I've heard about it. On Netflix. Yes, sir. I <clears throat> I saw a review when I looked I didn't really read the review. I just saw the title said something about black exploitation, and I was concerned. People just be saying words, man. I swear to God, on these reviews, clearly don't know what black exploitation is, because that's not what this was at all. First of all, they took all historical figures, like all these characters were real historical figures in this movie, and they create they like the story they told was not a true story, but the characters were real, and they made it very interesting. It's a true western like with the whole revenge for my father narrative the outlaw versus outlaw the gunslingers uh the ladies that don't act like ladies like they had everything that you want from a western they had the tropes they had the shoot the guy getting shot off the roof and falling over onto the <laughs> ground you know everything that you expect from a western the saloons the 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 awkward standoffs in the in the bar all that good stuff the the marshal showing up the sheriff Uh, they had everything but it was also it was it was black okay like unapologetically and they uh it wasn't campy with the stuff the tropes and stuff like you know sometimes in these movies they hit those little bits or tropes and they make it goofy or whatever they didn't make this goofy like it was legit it was real the shootouts were, were dangerous and bloody and you didn't know who was gonna get shot next, um, and then they had a deep, dramatic ending that hit for me. And all the actors did their thing. Everybody got off on this. Idris was Idris. Jonathan Majors was Jonathan Majors. Regina King was Regina King. Lakeith was Lakeith. Like everybody was good in this movie. Like I want a sequel.
2: I may have to. I may have to check this out. It was a cinematic experience. Okay. Oh wow. I' <clears throat> saying a lot, considering you watch it at home. Um,
1: yeah, it was it was an experience. Like I I thoroughly enjoyed watching that movie. Okay. Um, I may watch it tomorrow. I'll see. And the, uh, and the soundtrack was crazy. By the way. Worth looking up on Apple Music. Like I I had downloaded it before, but now I'm definitely listening to it. Okay. There's at least a couple songs that I know I would need in my rotation. I love a good movie soundtrack. Jay Z's on a couple tracks. Lauren Hill has a track. Uh, CeeLo has a track. Seal. Um, oh, wow. Jada Kiss. Conway the Machine. Uh, and there's a couple skits too involving the actors. Somebody so it must have really. The soundtrack was crazy. Uh, whoever executive produced this.
2: Jay Z was one of the producers. Okay, that makes sense. All right. So. All right great movie <clears throat> well we won't hold y'all up for too much longer if you did sit through the movie portion we appreciate y'all we know y'all don't really like that so we plugged it at the end let you know if you ain't want to listen you can go uh <laughs> but signing off for reese and bibs uh we will holler at y'all next week and we promise there won't be as much movie talk peace peace <laughs> isn't available in your state yet DraftKings won't leave you empty handed everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season
0: <laughs> come on man.
2: come on dog
1: what is that I wasn't ready for the clapping <laughs>
2: I was like, yo, what? Lead us in. Lead us in. Lead us in. Yo, that's so immature. Oh
1: my God. i trying to keep a straight face. I was dying on the inside. I'm sorry. Oh, man. <sighs> you know, I don't watch hockey, man.
2: <clears throat> I don't either. I don't know what a clapper
1: is. I think it's when they slapped a stick and you hit a clap sound. <laughs> Okay. I've never seen no cheeks on ice, so.
2: Okay. You're muted. Rat, download the <laughs> Shit.
1: I hit that button like five times, man. Dang. All right. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Throw down $1 on any NHL game and win 100 in free bets if either team scores a goal. That includes the clappers, people. This week, one puck in the net. That's a big win with the promo code TBPN at DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the nhl must be 21 or older new jersey indiana or pennsylvania only new customers only minimum five dollar deposit one dollar wage required one per customer restrictions apply see draftkings.com slash sportsbook for details gambling problem call (laughs) 1-800-GAMBLERIES
2: hey man hold up hold up you supposed to do the call for action word for word you can't throw the clap of shit in there You can't do that. You got to redo that, my brother. Um, all right. <clears throat> yeah, that's what you get for trying to be uh, funny, motherfucker. Uh, uh, <sighs> hey, this got to go at the end of the episode. This got to go at the end of the episode. <laughs> this whole segment got to go at the end of the episode.
1: All right, man. Dang. Let's get this money. All right.
0: When it comes to teaching kids and teens about money, practice makes perfect. That's where Greenlight comes in. With a debit card and money app of their own, kids learn to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest. Parents send instant money transfers, create custom chores, and automate allowance, while kids track their spending, set savings goals, and practice money skills they can use today and for life. Get one month free when you sign up at greenlight.com podcast.